16 this morning. Amen. Signs that Satan is messing with your mindset. Amen. She did a great job of breaking that down. Amen. Amen. So we understand that the enemy's job is to first get into the head of the saints. He wants to get into your head because he know if he get up here, he, he done conquered most of you right there is if he get up here in your mind. Huh? The Bible says, as a man thinking in his heart, so is he. So how you think is very important. And the, the constant battle that we face in, uh, number one, is our self-esteem. Yeah. Um, how we think about ourselves. Because we went through so much when we were out there in the world. And then when we came over into this kingdom, God had to begin to deal with us and to build us up from our self-esteem, huh? Uh, we went through so much hurt and so much rejection and so much pain and so much disappointment when we were out there in the world and we allowed people to define who we were, huh? But when we came over here, thanks be to God that God began to define who we are. We are fearfully and we're wonderfully made. Huh? Come on, somebody. That we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. Huh? Come on here. He declared that we are a holy nation, a peculiar people. Huh? That we are royalty, a royal priesthood. We ain't used to hear nothing like that. When we was out there in the world, you didn't hear nothing like that. <laughs> but when we came over here and we began to hear what the word had to say about us as a people of God, oh, God had to work with us and deal with us so we can accept it and grasp it. And we still today are struggling to receive what God has to say about us. Amen. You got to open up and receive God. You got to open up and receive what God's word has to say concerning you. Amen. And so it's a constant struggle. It's a battle uh, be between uh, what I used to hear. You done heard folks tell you uh, that you ain't going to mount to nothing. Uh, you ain't going to turn out to be, you going to be just like your old daddy. You're going to be just like your old mom. You're going to be just like them. You know, comparing you huh, to somebody else's downfall. You, know, you, you, you begin to listen to that. And if I tell you something over and over again, guess what? You're going to start believing it. <laughs> no matter how untrue it is, but if you sit there and entertain it, and a lot of times we entertaining too much junk. Oh, my God. Instead of entertaining what is true and what is right and what is holy. Oh, my God. You begin to listen to somebody tell you you ain't no good long enough. You begin to listen to somebody tell you long enough. They keep on repeating it, and you keep on listening to it. You keep giving an ear to that kind of stuff, and eventually it's going to get in your spirit. 
Oh, my God. So that's why you got to guard yourself. The Bible says guard your heart with what? All diligence. Because out of it flows what? The issues of life. You got to guard what you listen to. Oh, my God. But see, after a minute now, I ain't got tired and I ain't going to listen to you talk about me. <laughs> That's why you got to guard your relationships and who you entertain in your circle. Because if you're going to be a negative nearly every time I turn around, you got something down in the mouth to say. And especially about me. Oh, you don't need to be in my circle. <laughs> Come on, somebody. That's why we got to watch uh, who we get in our ear. We got to watch who we have in our circle. Huh? Even with family members and them the ones that know they can get the closest to you. And them the ones that'll hurt you the most. Oh, come on, somebody. I guess y'all ain't been there. Huh. So it's a constant battle. Uh, you got to battle you. You got to battle people around you. And you got to battle what the enemy is constantly trying to plant in your mind. Huh? Oh, he loves when the saints get anxious, when the Bible says be anxious for nothing. He loves when the saints feel low about themselves and get depressed. And then he can constantly crank the pressure, huh? And make it seem like it's even worse. Everybody going through something. It's about your perspective and how you looking at stuff. Huh? If I look at life and say, now, life is done hand me to some lemons. I might as well make some lemonade out of it. I might as well add some sugar, Sister Leach, since I'm having to deal with some lemons right now. Huh? It don't taste too good, Tina. Huh? All this stuff that I'm having to deal with and all these battles I'm having to face. Uh, life done handed us some lemons, Saint. You might as well make you some lemonade. <laughs> because you're going to be there as long as God say you're going to be there. Ain't no point in you bucking and fighting against the will of God. If God's will is for you to go through for a season, you might as well go through and go through with some joy and some victory down in your soul and get in your mind that I will come out. When God say you're going to come out, go through with God knowing that if God be for me, who can be against me? Woo! Woo! My God, it's all how you're looking at it. Uh, and sometimes we got to get a clearer vision. Uh, that's why when we pray to God, uh, we got a whole lot of things to pray for. But some of the stuff we need to pray for, God, open up my eyes so I can see uh, a different way than what I've been looking at stuff. Uh, maybe the way I've been looking at this thing called life has been the totally wrong. Uh, I've been looking at it from a downward aspect. But you need to hold your head up uh, and look at it in a different way. Huh? Because if God is for you. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, sometimes you got to get a different aspect, a uh, point of view. Uh, or you got to look at it out of a different lens. Uh, oh, my God. Paul said, I think myself happy. Honey, you got to think yourself happy. 
oh, when all hell is breaking loose uh, and folks got thumbs down on you and it seemed like nothing going your way, uh, you got to find a point uh, and focus on that and say, I think uh, myself happy. Oh, King Agrippa. <laughs> oh, King Agrippa. Oh, why you trying to hold me down? And uh, why you trying to hold me back, oh, king? Uh, oh, my God. Uh, you got to tell yourself, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me. Uh, he's done so much for me. I can't tell it all. Uh, when I think of his goodness and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. Why should you be walking around downtrodden and defeated and with your head down like you don't have no hope in God? Uh, oh, when David was depressed uh, and he was running uh, from Saul and running into a cave all by himself. He didn't have no servants with him. He was alone. It was a dark, ugly, lonely place. Uh, and he was down in his spirit. Yes, saints get depressed, but you don't have to stay there. Yeah, we get down, but you ain't got to stay there. Yeah, you may go to the valley, Sister Leach, but you ain't went to the valley to stay there. <laughs> oh, he said, oh, my God, why are, you, why are you so disquieted in me? He had to talk to himself, and saints got to talk to yourself. Why are you so quiet now? Huh? Hope thou in God. Oh, my God. You got to tell yourself you got to hope in God. You got to trust and believe in God. You got to hold on to God. God done brought you this far. He didn't bring you this far to leave you, huh? Leave you hanging. God don't just throw away his people. Huh? I don't care what's going on out in this world. I don't care how much coronavirus is on the rampage. and I don't care how the economy is going down and millions of people without jobs and people going hungry and people hurt and confused uh, and wars and rumors of wars going on and destruction with wildfires and tornadoes and earthquakes and everything is so uncertain. I don't care what's going on in this world. Uh, God don't throw away his people. God promise I will keep you. <laughs> you got to hold on to the promise of God, honey. If you don't hold on to nothing else, you better hold on to what God's word say. The Bible said that he's able to keep that which we committed unto him against that day. Woo, my God. He said, I keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee. Oh, my God, we got a whole lot of battles to fight. Uh, the enemy is warring against your peace. Uh, the enemy is warring against your joy. Uh, oh, he don't like it when the saints walk around with the oil of joy and a garment of praise. Uh, he don't like it. Uh, oh, when you're walking around with peace in your spirit and peace in your mind. Uh, he like it when saints is tripping out and flipping out and falling out, acting like they ain't got no hope and they all in Despair, but when you walk around with peace, yeah. whoo, that passes all understanding. Yeah. 
You don't even understand why you got peace, but you know you got it. You don't understand how in the world you can go to sleep in peace and wake up in peace and all this hell is breaking loose in your family. But God said I'll supply peace. Shut up about my say. He will supply peace to his people. Peace that flows like a river. Woo, that's one of the benefits in serving God is that you have peace in your mind. Peace. Sweet peace. Woo, my God. The neighbors and the kids and everybody else, the boss and everybody can be tripping and, and acting a market, but God can give you peace. Woo, my God. Anybody got peace today? Oh, my God. Because you serve the God of peace. He's a prince of peace. The mighty God. The everlasting Father. The God that you serve. He's able to keep your mind. Keep your heart. Keep your soul. Keep your body. Keep your family. Keep your finances. He's a My God. Oh, maybe we need to meditate a little bit longer. Oh, meditate on the goodness of Jesus and how faithful he's been and all the mighty acts that he's done already in our life and how he's brought us through some hard times, mother. He done brought us through some hard times. Woo! When I think about it, uh, and I think about uh, what I went through three years ago and five years ago, uh, ten years ago, uh, and how God kept me. Uh, he had his hand on me uh, when I was acting a fool. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, when I think uh, about how God blessed me uh, and I didn't deserve it. Uh, oh, how God loved on me. Uh, oh, when I didn't love myself. Uh, when you meditate uh, on how good uh, God is being, uh, maybe you'll think a little bit differently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Uh, oh, think on those things that is lovely. Think on those things that are pure. Uh, think on those things that are of a good report. Uh, uh, think on those things. Uh, Oh, stop letting your mind stay in the gutter in the trash can. Uh, bring your mind up. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Whoo! My God. So the devil plants seeds of fear, doubt, unbelief. And you know that we can't please God with unbelief. We've got to use our faith, saints. Without faith, it is what? Impossible to please God. Huh? So we got to replace that doubt, huh, with faith. Oh, my God. Has God failed anybody in the room? Let me see your hand. Huh? God ain't.
ain't failed you. Never failed you. So why would you allow the enemy to plan in your mind doubting God's word? Doubting the power of God. Uh, doubting that God is faithful. Doubting that God will move on your behalf. We used to sing those songs that if I hold my peace, the Lord will fight my battles. Uh, oh, we need to bring up some more of those old songs because it stirred our faith. The more we used to sing them around the house, um, we would go around the house singing them. We would go about our daily business singing those old songs of Zion. And it seemed like it stirred something. It stirred something in your spirit. Uh, it charged your faith. And the more and more you let that thing bubble up in your spirit, the more it seemed like you began to lift your head up. Huh? It seemed like it encouraged your brother just to keep on going. Huh? Even in the midst of hard times. Huh? Because that's where your faith is uh, growing. It ain't when it's all easy for you. It's when you're in hard times. Oh. Yes, yes. So the book of 2 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, uh, said that the weapons of our warfare are not what? Carnal. But they're mighty through God to the what? To the pulling down of strongholds. Then it said casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. You see what you got to do? Uh, when that crazy stuff come in your mind, you got to cast that stuff down. Huh? We ain't doing no casting down. Huh? Oh, you, you got to push. You got to cast out. You can't let your mind stay. It don't mean that you ain't human and stuff ain't going to come in your mind. You human. Oh, but you got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you that gives you the power. Hey, it gives you the power and the authority. Huh? To cast down imagination and every high thing. That exalted itself against the knowledge of God. I cast you out in the name of Jesus. Huh? Oh, I push you back. No, we ain't going to say that. No, we ain't going to let them words fly off our mouth. Because we holy. And we sanctified. Oh, yes. You got to cast that stuff down. Huh? When you hear that stuff coming up in your mind, huh? before you let it fly off your lips, huh? oh no, uh-uh. No, cast that stuff down. Phew, my God. Doubt, fear, and unbelief. When the God said, I haven't given you the spirit of what? Fear. But a power, love, and a sound mind. You hear that? A sound mind. So saints shouldn't be walking around without a sound mind. That means you have clear thoughts. Huh? Clarity of thought. Clarity of speech. It don't mean that you got to be a philosopher. You don't mean you got to be deep. But God give you clarity in your mind. Huh? We shouldn't be acting like folks in the state hospital. Uh, you, you got the Holy Ghost. You got the Spirit of God in you. 
that don't know God. Come on, saints. We got to pull it together. And the ways that we do that is by getting in his word, getting on our knees, spending time with God, meditating on God and his word so that we can get our mind right. I hope when y'all get ready to get up in the morning every day, y'all do something to get your mind right before you leave the house. Huh? We, we got to spend time with God if we expect our days to go right. Huh? Before you jump out there in traffic and before you jump out there on the job and jump out there going running errands into the store. Because you know it's a whole bunch of spirits out there. You do know that, don't you? <laughs> spirits everywhere. Ooh, you constantly got a battle. You constantly got a war. Huh? With spirits. And they don't want to attack saints. You don't heard the pastor talking about sometimes out of nowhere a spirit of anger can come on you. Amen. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Huh? You be doing just fine. And all of a sudden you just get mad. What you mad for? Huh? Don't even know. But spirits that you constantly come in contact with, that you having a fight and battle, it's a constant war going on over your head. So hopefully every day you have some time that you commit to God. Say, God, go before me. Huh? Make the rough places smooth and the crooked places straight. Huh? Lord, lead me and guide me. Hold me by my hand, Jesus. While I'm on this teacher's journey, God, I need you with me today. Lord God, help me, God. Assist me, God. Give me strength today, God. We got to spend time talking to God. God, I realize I can't make it without you. I'm nothing without you. And I need you every day, every hour, every minute, and every second. I need you, Jesus. <laughs> Woo, my God. Oh, I get into a habit of making sure if I don't have time to sit down and read chapters, I listen to them. Huh? You got to watch what you let your mind entertain. And we need to start listening more to the word of God. If you eat junk food all the time, what you going to be? You going to be junky. <laughs> and that's what this generation is. They so junky. That's why they so unhealthy. They get colds and viruses and germs and sickness every time you turn around. Huh? Can't fight off nothing because they used to eat junk food all the time. Huh? They don't. They turn their nose up at real cooking and real food. Huh? They don't know nothing about eating vegetables. Go to the schools and do a survey of all the children in the schools and ask them how many times they eat vegetables at home. Hmm? And then wonder why so many young people now got cancers. Huh? Why are so many young people dying of heart disease and having so many problems with their bowels? Huh? Having so many problems now that you didn't hear about back in the old generation. You didn't hear about all this stuff they having now. They got weird cancers coming out. Stuff I ain't never heard of. I'm like, what? Because they a junkie generation. <laughs> Very junkie.
thinking. That's all they know is Chick-fil-A, McDonald's. <laughs> they don't know nothing about eating nothing green. Huh? Now they turn their nose up at greens. Turn their nose up at green beans and broccoli. Huh? Turn their nose up at cauliflower and carrots and peas and beans. I don't want no beans. Huh? That's all they know is french fries. And that's why they are junkie generation. And that's why they dying and constantly being sick. They can't stand a cold. They get a simple cold in this generation. And they act like they're going to die. Because they junkie. <laughs> that's all they eat is candy and chips uh, hot chips uh, don't even put no vegetables on their plate uh, won't eat no carrots uh, that's why they blind there's so many people now wearing glasses you don't eat no carrots no vitamin A no vitamin C you ain't building up your immunity a jockey generation <laughs> and if you live like that you won't be living very long I'm here to tell you <laughs> yeah that's why they dying younger and younger mm -hmm. on top of sin you know sin is the number one cause <laughs> but if you feed yourself junk then you're going to be weak and that's why you got to constantly feed yourself the word huh you got to pick up your Bible and not just read, but you got to commit the scriptures in your spirit. It's a difference in reading and letting the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And then once you let it get into your spirit, you got to live it. You got to put it into practice. Oh, that's why the Bible say you got to put on the whole armor of God. Huh? We putting on part armor. That you may be able to stand against the wise of the devil. You ain't going to be able to stand against the wise of this devil. Without putting on the whole armor. Huh? You're going to have to come dressed in this battle, honey. From your head down to your toes. Because he's shooting some fiery darts. He's shooting some heavy darts at the saints. And some of the saints is succumbing to the pressure. Now the question was asked, did God really forgive you? Yes, he forgave. Huh? Because we were covered under his blood. But don't you get out from under the ark of safety. Don't you be no fool like Abner and die like a fool. And it's a lot of saints that's dying like a fool. Mm -hmm. Getting out from under the umbrella. Getting out from under truth. Huh? Leaving truth to go out there to some watered down mess. And you know better. You've been taught better. Huh? Don't you get out from under the ark of safety, saints. It's a danger. Huh? When you even get a toe out from under the umbrella of God. You hear me? You better stay covered from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. You hear me? <laughs> because this devil ain't playing. 
Huh? The Bible said he going around like a roaring lion. Roar. Roar. Huh? Seeking whom he may what? Devour. <laughs> yeah. So you better make sure you stay covered. Once God done forgive you or something, don't you go back now there and pick nothing up. See, that's probably, yeah, God done cleaned us up and he done gave us a brand new start and wiped the slate clean and folks is going back picking up stuff. Huh? When God deliver you, baby, you need to turn your back. Mm-mm.
zipping them up in body bags right where we sitting here. We sitting here right now. They zip, zip, zip. Whoa, Jesus. Have mercy. Honey, you better ask God every day for everything you need. Your heart's desire. God, keep my crazy mind. God, give me strength for the journey. I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's around me. You can't even perceive all the evil and all the dangers that's lurking out there. But thanks be to God. That he's keeping you. And you have to ask the question, do he love you? <laughs> no greater love huh, has a man that will lay his life down for his friends. Uh, and you have to question what he did on Calvary was enough. If he don't bless you with nothing else, he's already done enough. All that he went through on Calvary's cross, oh, he's already done enough. Oh, my God. He stayed there and didn't say a mumbling word. He didn't call down legions of angels to come down and to destroy the Roman soldiers that were sticking their spear in his side and pushing the crown of thorns on his head. Oh, he let them whoop him. Shot of a soul and all them licks that Jesus took on his back, ripping his flesh. He did it for you, he did it for me, and by his stripes we are healed. He's done enough, <laughs> he's done enough. That he went through that torture and that ridicule and that pain because there had to be a sacrifice acceptable to God for the sins of the world. And he did it himself. He ain't got to do nothing else. <laughs> he done gave you a right to the tree of life. Oh, my God. You mean to tell me huh, I got a right to the tree of life? That means I can make it to heaven if I live right. And I can walk the streets of gold and go through the gates of pearls. Huh? Oh, my God. See those reed, those streams of rivers huh? and that tree? Huh? I can pull a leaf off of it. Huh? And it's good for the healing of the nations. Huh? And I can be in the presence huh, of the almighty God huh? all day and all night long. Huh? You mean to tell me now I got that opportunity? To be up there with the apostles and the angels of the Lord and the people of God. And I can be in sweet communion with Jesus himself. And you think I'm an act of fool and it's getting late in the evening. I don't mind leaving you, honey, because I want to go. You let them crazy folks talk you down out of salvation all you want to. You a fool. Because <laughs> a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Woo! 
Ain't got to question my, if God loved me, I know he loved me. <laughs> you better know he loved you, honey. Number one, he wouldn't keep up, he wouldn't keep putting up with us if he didn't love us. <laughs> oh my God. And do you know that God is coming through for you? You better know he's coming through. <laughs> he said, I'm going to supply all of your needs. Huh? Not some of them, not just a little portion. He said, all of them. According to my riches and glory by who? Christ Jesus. And you better know Christ is rich. <laughs> He owned all houses and land, all the cattle of a thousand hills belong to him. And he said, if I was hungry, I wouldn't even tell y'all. <laughs> the God we serve is so rich. He owns everything. Woo! And all I got to do is go to my father. Hey, daddy! My father, I'm your child, and I need something from you. God, I need your help. I need you to bless me, father. Father, I stretch my hands under thee. No other help I know. If thou withdraw yourself, where shall I go? <laughs> oh, y'all don't cry out to him like a father. Father, I come humble before you. <laughs> I come down before you. Oh, because I need what you got. I need you to bless me, Father. And if it come in a wet paper sack, I'll say thank you. We worried about the package and how it come and whether it's pretty or not. I don't care whether it's pretty. Huh? You just bless me and I'll be satisfied. Jesus. Just bless me, Father. And your child will say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Daddy Jesus. Thank you. Because you came to my rescue. You delivered me. Oh, you healed me. You brought me out. You opened a door. You made a way out of no way. You my father, Jehovah Jireh. You are the Lord that provides. Also, I ain't got to know where it come from. Oh, just let me and give it to my bosom. Shame of my soul. Press down, shaking together, running over. Yeah. I know he'll come through. I'm a living witness that he'll come through. Is there a witness in the house today? Didn't he come through right on time? The old churches are saying he's an on-time God. Yes, he is. May not come when you want him, but he'll be there right on time. Oh, do I have a witness today? Woo! Oh, my gosh. God is able. <laughs> if he don't bring me out 
like I expected. He's still labor. <laughs> Woo, my God, you got to have that Daniel mentality. Huh? Yeah, oh, king, did known unto you. <laughs> not only we ain't going to bow, but if God decide not to deliver us from this fiery furnace, be it known, it ain't because he can't. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Huh? That's how you got to talk to the enemy that's kick on coming and speaking that junk in your ear. It ain't because God can't. <laughs> because he got all power. Shout out on my soul. You got to tell the enemy, huh? That keep on trying to get you down in the dumps and depressing your spirit about what you're going through. It ain't because God can't. Woo, my God, but whatever he choose, I'll say amen. Because it's the Lord that what gives, and it's the Lord that takes away. But blessed be the name of the Lord. Woo, so don't you let the enemy isolate you. Get you all by yourself and make you seem like, you know, uh, nobody understand what you're going through. Yeah, I hope the saints understand. We all going through. And if you did a survey and with other saints and you start talking to them, honey, what you're going through ain't nothing. When you're going through something, it's always somebody that's going through worse than you. Don't you let the devil... Huh? Try to convince you you on an island by yourself? Huh? You got a numerous of saints that's pulling for you. That's praying for you. Huh? That's saying, keep on pushing. Keep on going, soldier. Don't you give up. You too close. The Bible talk about the Hebrew, in the book of Hebrews about the cloud of witnesses.
You got too much going for you. I know it looks bad, but get your eyes off the world. Get your eyes off of them. Get your focus in the kingdom. Get your focus on God. Huh? The Bible says looking unto Jesus, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. Get your eyes on Jesus. Huh? You ain't the only one got a struggle. You ain't the only one that's got to wipe away tears. You ain't the only one that's got to stay up in the midnight hour crying to God. Huh? You ain't the only one that's had a broken heart. Frustrations. Tired. Huh? But the Bible said do what? Cast? Upon him. See, see, you're trying to cast it on folk and they can't handle it. Cast it on Jesus. Jesus, here it go. I can't deal. Jesus, I need you to work. Jesus, I need you to make a way. Jesus, I need you to deal with it. Casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Woo! I hope you got something out of the Sunday school lesson. We're going to take up our Sunday school offering. Amen.